Support for this podcast comes from the Florida Atlantic University College of Business, home to over 8,000 students, seven departments, six centers, and an impressive offering of interdisciplinary and professional development programs taught by the college's world-class faculty. Learn more at business.fau.edu. Welcome to What's Happening at FAU Business. I'm Jen Mullins. And I'm Ryan Swano, and we both work in the Marketing and Communications Group at the FAU College of Business. Joining us today on the podcast is FAU student Alyssa Alvarez, an FAU high senior. Alyssa will be simultaneously earning her bachelor's degree and high school diploma this summer. Majoring in economics with a minor in business law, Alyssa is the co-president of Phi Alpha Delta, a pre-law fraternity, and a member of the FAU Undergraduate Law Journal. During the past year, Alyssa has conducted research with the FAU Business and Economics Polling Initiative on the perceptions of welfare in America. This summer, Alyssa will be interning with the state attorney's office. Quite the resume. Okay, we hope you enjoyed the interview. Well, Alyssa, thanks for joining the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, uh, maybe where you're from, and also what you're studying here at FAU? Okay, so I'm born and raised here in Boca. And um, I am a senior undergraduate student at FAU. I'm majoring in general economics and I'm minoring in business law. I also am a senior at FAU The High School, which is um, just a high school here on the same campus. And I would like to, you know, be a lawyer and go to law school. What is it like being a high school student and a college student at the same time? Um, I think the first word that comes to mind is daunting. Um, challenging, um, but ultimately I think it's, you know, well worth it. Going in, you can just imagine, I think I was like 15, like a sophomore in high school, and I'm with fresh in my freshman year with these classes of 18-year-olds and older, and, you know, I kind of felt a little bit like uneasy. I wanted to blend in. I didn't want to stand out, and ultimately I just had to adapt to my surroundings, and, you know, now I'm a senior at both the high school and the college. And I think it was a great experience for me. And I'm glad that I got some years knocked down. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to look at it. Definitely. That's great though. And so why did you choose to, you know, major in economics and minor in law? So for me, I actually really struggled with finding a major, especially since I was, you know, so young. I still am very young. Right. Um, But I remember I was perplexed between pre-med, pre-law, and engineering. So I decided, you know, let me see um, what I can do. And I wanted to really make sure I had a major that can give me a stable career. I think that was like the, at the forefront what I wanted to do. And I was hearing that, you know, law is not stable. You see all over the billboards, you know, advertisements of lawyers needing clientele. So I was kind of um, a little scared by that. So I started out being a neuroscience major. Um, Wow. And I was like, maybe I'll go into law school with a neuroscience major, do medical law, have a backup plan, or maybe do an MDJD, which in turn, um, thank God I I didn't end up with that. But um, I realized after the semester before I was going to enter Orgo that I really didn't want to do it. And I in turn wanted to find a major that, you know, I liked over anything. And I took an econ class. I took honors um, microeconomics, and it's like the smaller class version with Chang. 
So people that say that Chang's an amazing teacher and had the lecture capture version, like taking that um, personal 20 student class was one of the best classes I had um, in the College of Business. And from there, I was like, let me give economics a shot. And I talked to some law school admissions and they're saying, you know, for law school, you don't need to have, you know, a history major, an English major. People in business go to law school. People in medicine go to law school. You can be an arts major and go to law school. So I was like, let me do a major, which, you know, has a, is stable, first of all, but something I enjoyed and knew I can, you know, excel at and then go into law school. And then for the business law minor, I wanted to make sure I knew just a little bit of what I was getting myself into. So I think with the business law minor, it was really good for me to kind of, you know, know like the basics of legal terms and know like what it takes to study for at least at the undergraduate level for law school so I can know whether this was something I really wanted to do. So with that background that you've gotten through so far with economics and business law, what type of law are you looking to practice in the future? For me, um, I'm honestly not sure. I'm, I was told by people that are currently in law school and like law school admissions, um, people that, you know, once you go in, you you can change your mind. And usually a lot of the time people do. So right now I am a business law minor. I work at a business law firm. So I'm thinking of my economics background. I might do business law, but um, I'm also um, really interested in public interest um, law. So I feel like those two outlets might be um, one of the possibilities for me. But who knows? Right. And that would turn in that would tie in, excuse me, with the state attorney's office internship that you have. Yeah. That public side. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so. I was afforded the great opportunity to start an internship um, this summer at the state attorney's office. It's going to be for um, the state attorney, Dan Arenberg, for the fifth judicial circuit. And I think that, at least from what I've heard, I do know that there are some other FA students have gotten this great opportunity, too, and I've said amazing things about it. So um, I think it's going to be a really good experience for me to, you know, not only see how it is in the private sector, with my um, job at the law firm, but also see what it is like on the public sector. Yes, it's going to be like worlds apart. Yeah, we're, I would exactly, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what kind of things you're going to be doing there during they, the internship? Yeah, they said that during the internship, I'll basically be assisting the prosecutors, attorneys, um, any way they see fit, working with the actual like documentation, filing through cases, and um, shadowing through um, days in court. So I'm pretty excited. That would be very exciting. Do you know yet if you would like to be working in court or in the back um, of the house? Do you? For, for me, I'm not sure. I think that I wouldn't want to stay in an office all day. Right. So I'm. I think I'm leaning towards um, being in court more often, and I love to talk too. So <laughs> I think I'm gonna <laughs> be perfect. Stick towards um, being in court and being active. So we know that research is a big part of what you like to do. Briefly tell us about your your past research, and then we'll get into specifically your business research. Okay. So like I said, I am a high school student. So I started research my ninth grade year. So the year before I went into, you know, taking classes here at FAU and it was honestly like a boring research project. It it was just good experience. It was like active commuters on our campus. So observing the pedestrians and what we can do in towards, in terms of infrastructure to assist and, you know, alleviate some um, potential mishaps that may occur from, you know, walking and commuting on this campus. From there, um, my freshman year, I got the chance to participate in the FAU WAVE competition. 
which is also a pretty cool experience. It's a crazy how many opportunities this university gives for undergraduate research. And from there, my um, sophomore, junior year, I did research with Professor Gina Lukasik, amazing professor, and that was in terms of sociology and the economic implications of whether Trump actually eradicates DACA. So I think that was pretty interesting. And with that project, I saw also that, you know, with research, I think that it's a great opportunity to explore things that may not be directly in um, like my major and just a way to get more information and insight on things that you're interested in. So that was pretty cool. And from there this year, um, I did do research through the College of Business and I did um, research and had a publication through the FAU Undergraduate Research um, Law Journal. And so before we get back to um, your research with business, mm-hmm. um, congratulations on being published Thank for the you first so time much. recently. Thank so can you, you tell us a little bit about that specific research and then I guess who published it as well? Yes. So um, through the Undergraduate Law Journal here at FAU, I was able to release a research article entitled Apple's Apps or the Future of Antitrust Laws. So in the shortest way I can say it, basically Apple, the App Store, is taking a 30% commission off of every application. Um, So the developers, in turn, raise the prices. So that means if you use an iPhone or an iPad and you're paying for these apps, you're going to be paying a higher fee and you also have no other option. You only have the App Store as your option. So basically, I was looking briefly on the economic implications of that and, you know, what should be um, changed or accommodated and, you know, antitrust laws specifically in regarding um, this case. Can you tell us a little bit about what you did with the BEPI program for your research? Yes, of course. So through BEPI, which is the Business Economic Polling Initiative, I was able to um, conduct research on the public perception of welfare in America and actually, con- you know, form a survey and conduct that survey to, you know, analyze the data and find my results. And I think it was an amazing experience. Professor Escaleras and Professor Levy, they're amazing in mentoring you along every step of the way. And, you know, like I had, I've had research experience before, but imagine like me going through this. I, I feel like they really take you through each step and research can you know, look pretty daunting. Right. So the fact that, you know, they really help you through every step that you have to take in order to be successful, I think it's amazing. Did you pick that topic or were you given that topic? They have you choose your topic. Okay. And they kind of gear you in a way that, you know, is going to get some good, you know, um, analysis of your data and be presentable and, you know, eye-catching for these conferences because they also want you to be able to present your data to you know, researchers and um, people at the conference level. So with this initiative, all of us in our program were able to participate at the FAU Symposium and win awards and also go to the Florida um, Research um, Conference and also the National um, Conference. Is that the one that was recently in, where yes. you went to? Uh, yes. That was in Atlanta? Yes. Yes, I mm-hmm. saw that. And the Florida one was in, that was in Jacksonville, correct? Yes, it was in UNF, a beautiful campus. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Yeah, it is nice up there. So what did your research tell you about the perception in America of of welfare? So our perception is very um, skewed. 
But um, I was able to see that there was a statistically significant difference between the education level of the people taking the study and how they um, responded to the questions, which I didn't think I would see a correlation to, especially because, you know, the way that I found out about the reality behind welfare was through sociology class here. And just imagine if I didn't take that sociology class, I would be going into law school, the workplace, you know, telling my family about when in the realm of politics about welfare with that prior connotation. Right. So that means that there's so many of us that are keeping on these biases nearly a century after the start of welfare. And yeah. (laughs) Do you want to elaborate more on what your findings were? So some standard questions that we asked was how many kids do you think people on welfare would have? You know, the average is one to two kids, just like the average for the population in the U.S. But people were saying, you know, four or five, six plus. So it's really showing, you know, that skewed opinion. Also, I asked a um, question on the job status of welfare recipients. And a lot of people think that they have either either a part-time job or no occupation at all. And most of the time, it's they have full time or they're having multiple occupations just to make ends meet. So it's just some of the ways that you can see the biases that we have and unaware of that is, you know, false and how it's being portrayed in the media and the news when you talk to people, um, things like that. Right. And the stigma that goes with it. Exactly. Right. So that's why I really like this project, too, because, you know, at these conferences, I was able to, you know, talk about the actuality after I talked about, you know, how wrong Americans were on their perception on welfare. That is a great insight, though, to have at your age and then to apply it in your future. I don't know if it's going to be an applicable question, but it makes me wonder, do you have any interest in politics in in the future? Yes, I do. Um, I'm not a political science major, but I've always loved politics, um, hence why I really enjoyed the um, the project I did in regards to DACA. So I think that in the future, possibly, I would like to enter politics. Um, I think my background economics, too, might, you know, be of assistance when, you know, when we address these policies and what should we do about taxes and et cetera. So hopefully in the future, if, you know, it's meant to be that I'll um, enter the political realm, I do. That would be great. I mean, plus the exposure that you're having on both sides, like you're doing. Yes, yeah. Private law now, you're going to do public law, like all the different balances that you're getting from your education as well. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Okay, so last question. Why is research important to you? And secondly, how does FAU help foster that? So I think research is incredibly important because it has allowed me to have networking connections and being surrounded by like-minded people at FAU. And I think also what I like about it the most is I can diversify myself. You know, I'm an economics major. I'm a business law minor, but I've done research in active commuting, engineering, you know, now law and economics, but also sociology. So I think it's a really good way to um, diversify the knowledge that you have during your years at FAU. And I also think that obviously it's a great resume booster. Not a lot of um, universities offer so many programs and opportunities for people at the undergraduate level to pursue research. So I think that it's important that whether, you know, whatever major you are, I know that a lot of people associate research with 
medicine and engineering, but you can pursue research at the College of Business. You can pursue it in any major you want and towards any topic you want. So I think that it's an amazing opportunity to, um, at, while you're at FAU, to use the resources they have. Alyssa, thank you for coming on the podcast. We greatly appreciate it and good luck in your future. Thank you so, so much for having me. Thanks for being here. It was thank great. You. Thank you. What's Happening at FAU Business is part of the FAU College of Business podcast network. Learn more at business.fau.edu slash podcasts.